in the past year, 90% of the time I'm jerking off to like brother sister porn. So this was. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's, so, good. Like, that's let's, I love too. this. And sometimes the mom joins in or something too. That's, mm-hmm. always, that's mm-hmm. great. I like those too. I like those too. <laughs> do you really like? Do you like the dick sucking or like like trying just to, a family trying to suck a dick? Just Is a that fam- what you're talking about? Just, I'm talking just more of the family porn. Welcome to your football fantasy. Woo! Welcome back, motherfuckers! Look! Wiz is back on the couch! Oh my god, Wiz, it's so good to have you. Say hi to the people. It's good to be next to you two dick suckers again. I'm excited for you to be here, buddy. We're doing How a... much dick did you guys seriously suck when I was young? Somewhere between zero and twelve. I'm I not saved tell myself you where. for you, Big Wiz. Oh, I heard a lot of butt rubbing, ball slapping, and fist bumping when I was young. Yeah, but we cut most of that out of the show. Let me tell you, it was throughout the whole Did show. Did some of it slip in? Oops. Yeah. So we are, I'll say, we're recording um, on site. I don't know how, how to say this. We're uh, we're uh, not in our typical location today. I got kicked out of my basement we're in a new recording studio. What are you new, talking about? New, beautiful recording studio. The mic is sitting on a tiny timeout bench. So <laughs> it's adorable. Thanks to all of our listeners, reviews. You know, we're moving up in the world. Yeah. It's, yes. Yes. Yeah, you, as you contribute to the show, we find better spaces, I guess. This is a small couch, though. You guys are very close to me. My knee just touched you. It's disgusting. Uh, anyway, this is your football fantasy. It's a podcast. That you're listening to on your phone right now. We're going to talk about fantasy football today. It's a special show. We're going to try something new for you. We're going to do a live on-air mock draft. But not just a mock draft. Each of us is planning on taking a different strategy, a different approach to this draft. So that we can get a good idea of which one of these strategies tends to work better. We're going to ask you guys, the people... Which team came out better so that we can have a little conversation maybe next week about draft strategies and what uh, what you should employ come your draft time. But before we get to any of that, we've got some uh, basic shit to get through. Start with the news. This week in football. I'm laughing because he's over there dancing away. Oh my god! Once you get the minute you get on Twitter, I'm gonna tweet this video of God of War Frog. It's a, it's he's got some dance moves in there. That you'll Sweet. Be able to Is that what you were imitating? It's good. I got some new ones too. You guys want to check them out? It's I do want to check them out, guys. Uh, some some stuff happened. We are at the beginning of training camps around the league, which means lots of stuff each week is coming out. We'll breeze through this as quickly as we can, so we can get. To the good stuff. Let's see. Chris Carson has been working as the lead running back in Seattle thus far in camp. Now, after the draft, everybody just assumed Rashad Penny, first-round draft pick, was going to be the starting running back. But it appears, at least at this point, that Rashad Penny's not ready to have that starting role and that Chris Carson is playing well enough to take it. What are you guys' thoughts on this backfield? I... If you remember where you had these guys ranked, is, is any of that changing with this news? Nah, I think it's a little early still. And one thing Carol did mention was something about, oh, he's going to do it all back, special teams included. Rashad Penny. No. Chris Carson. Carson. To me, that says, all right, well, you know, if he's still looking at him as a special teams guy, then 
I'm not going to get too excited over him being the man yet. We'll I think we got to let the preseason play. I'm going to hold the rankings as is for now. It tells us going to be by committee. That's what it tells us going to be. That like most teams, we're going to share, you know, share, share the ball. Understand. Plenty of people out there were pretty jacked about Rashad Penny. I never really was. I never really wanted a part of the Seattle running game anyway. I still think I probably don't. I wish this said Mike Davis was getting starting roles because he's on our dynasty team. We fuck. <laughs> God, that's a terrible team. Whoops. We were desperate. Yeah, we'll kind of see. We'll kind of see what happens here as we move forward. But beware, you Rashad Penny owners. He may not at least start with the workload you're hoping for. Danny Amendola is working as the lead receiver for that slot spot in Miami. I have loved Albert Wilson since the moment he was signed on this team. Your guys' thoughts on the coveted slot wide receiver position in Miami this year? Not overly um, excited about it. Yeah, me neither. Ryan Tannehill coming back off a knee surgery, Miami offense. Yeah, but this is the Jarvis Landry role. That's 160 targets you vacated think Albert from Albert Wilson's going to get 100 targets. That was not I'm, Ryan Tannehill, though, either. All I mean is somebody has to get these targets, and it's an offense that has run through the slot receiver for the last three years. Amendola can't stay healthy. Fuck, he'll be out after three games with a concussion. That's why I still like Albert Wilson, guys. <laughs> oh, I like Albert Wilson. I'm going to try to draft him later, I think. All right, good enough talk there. Uh, Tyler Eifert starts on the pup. Will he start any games this season? Yes. Over under one and a half. Over. Wow, over. That was quick. You know he averages like three or four. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing. The, he's he's going to get at least two starts. At least two. Okay. Yeah, I don't really care at this point. He's not on His my radar. Kind of he's he's not, not on my radar. He, uh, he had that one huge touchdown season. Yeah. He scored like eight or nine touchdowns, and that was pretty much it. There's plenty of other tight ends out there with some high reward. Adam Shaheen. I wouldn't say plenty, but Tyler Eifert certainly doesn't need to be on your list. Last week, I think it was last week, Bullfrog, we talked about Kenneth Dixon. He managed to avoid the pup. We asked whether that was a concern for Alex Collins. Uh, I don't think we thought it was, but get this. 40 minutes into the first day of training camp, Kenneth Dixon leaves with the trainer off the field and has yet to step foot back on the field. I think I called it when we talked about it. I, th- I said he was going to hurt at training camp, and he did. He's made of glass, so let's not even talk about him. Alshon Jeffrey starts on the pup. Thoughts there? Who likes Jeffrey over Nelson Aguilar still? What, what, what is the pup? Me. How long they out of the pup? One day. Ten days. Preseason pup, Pre-season you can bring them back the next day. I guess yeah. that's the point, right? Yeah. It doesn't really mean anything until like, she gets put yeah. on it at the start of the season. They can Correct. go on the pup day one, come off the pup day two. two. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't During matter. the preseason. During In the preseason, it's right. Six, right. Weeks. six weeks. So does anybody like Alshon better than Aguilar? For touched, uh, I mean, that'd be really hard, tough to convince at this point. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I think I'll, t- would you, I'll, would you I think take, I'll a, take value out of Aguilar. I mean, in theory, you can be value in both of them right now. Could be, but Jeffrey's been going. I would take both of them because I think they play for a very good team. Right. They're a high scoring offense. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Agree uh, with you there. I've liked Aguilar from the from the get go. One of the reasons I liked Aguilar better was because Jeffrey wasn't likely to get much practice time over the offseason. And he has has yet to step foot on the field. I'm looking up the ADP right now for these guys. Because that makes a difference to me if I'm trying to figure out who to draft. Jeffrey is twenty three. Wide receiver 23? Yeah. He is. is. Wide receiver 47. Oh, my God. Nelson Aguilar all Here's a question for you. Would you you draft any of those running backs over a wide receiver there? No. Neither would I. 
Aguilar's the guy. Well, Ertz is the guy I want on that team if I'm looking at anybody. Wentz I'd like to have. And then Aguilar is number three for me on that roster. No, I hate Jeffrey. I don't want any. Okay, but you would rather have Jay yeah, then Jeffrey, yes. I do have a great offensive that. line. I still think that's going to be kind of a committee action there. I think Clements yeah. earned himself some more carries. You were big on Clement. I like Clement. And I think Wentz is kind of a spread it out kind of guy. You know, I don't think he's going to have a. Ertz is going to be his lead dog, probably. Yeah. Followed by the two receivers in the night. Right, but they'll kind of spread it around. And <clears throat> that's a good take there. Deonta Foreman, you love Deonta Foreman, Wiz. He's starting on the pup as well. There's a lot of concern that this guy might not be ready even for week one with that Achilles injury last year. Happened late in the year. Bad November, injury. Yeah. For a running back, that's hard to come back from. Are you are you still as high on him as you were? Or are you starting to think, uh oh? Uh oh. I think because it's, it's clearly the state here. When we talked about early when we started doing the podcast, is that he he has lots of potential, high ceiling if he can play. If he can play, I. Once he's healthy, I still need to see him in a game and watch him run, and my eyes will tell me everything I need to know. Is he going to be tentative and hesitant on that foot, or is he all go? And if he's all go, which I just don't see happening, maybe. Yeah, I really think the the whole thing is just Lamar Miller. Nobody believes in him, and that's Correct. an offense that can score points. So it's like, God, they just want some other running back to fucking be able to Maybe Lamar carry Miller is tired of the hate and he yeah, comes you know, out screaming I, this. I think you Miller. That? I don't think so. You know, if he falls, that. I'll draft him. If he falls low enough, I will like, draft him. What Lamar is a round Miller. that you'd be interested in Miller at? Well, like if I'm going to go zero running back strategy, I might have to take him in the sixth or seventh round if he's there. I'd, I'd say in six or seven, I'd probably take him too because he's yeah. a starting running back yeah, exactly. right now in the NFL. He's going to start the season at with least with little, 15 to 20 With touches. little competition until Foreman's back at least. But I don't think yeah. I could take him. Is Alfred Blue still there? He is. <laughs> is he? Yeah. Good job, Alfred. Alfred. Somebody's got to fill that spot. Let's talk about running backs a little more. Ron Rivera, you know, the coach in Carolina. Bears former, linebacker. Former Bears linebacker, former Bears defensive coordinator. I loved him when he was in Chicago. Fired. He said, yeah, he said that his ideal situation would be Christian McCaffrey getting 25 to 30 touches per game. That's not carries, that's touches, including targets. One, do you buy it? Two, how does that make you feel with he's on our dynasty team? I don't buy it. Okay. I think I also heard that CJ Anderson is going to, is, is going to be listed as the starter. He will get starting carries. Which makes me very nervous about Christian McCaffrey. No. Yes. I guess. I don't buy the 25 to 30, but I think he's going to have a better year than last year, and he was what? Last year in PPR, he was what? 10. 10. That's high. These are better? Shit. I've got him scoring more touchdowns and getting more carries. Exactly. And more rushing yards. How many touchdowns do you have last year? 3.6. I got him getting 10. He had no, three no, on the ground, I think. Three on the ground, five, five in the air, maybe. Yeah. So I'm thinking about eight total. I got him at 10 next year, a few more touches. CJ's going to steal some of those, those carries. That's, that's concerning. Sure. And Cam Newton's going to steal some of the goal line work, mm-hmm. which is also concerning. But the thing about those two guys is McCaffrey was never going to be the goal line back. And if those, if that's the role that those the other two guys fight for, fine. McCaffrey's going to get I mean, his Cam assignment. Cam Newton's the goal line back. That's what I mean. Whether you want to say it or not, you know. Dalvin Cook took his knee brace off for his first day of training camp. He is... Looks to be legitimate, really ready to play come week one. How amped are you guys about? How high are you on Delvin Cook? I know Bullfrog's answer. He's thinking about taking him at six. (laughs) 
Yes, jerk can't off do it. Art. I can't do it at six. I think I'm gonna. Can we lose sign it. up for the video cast? That would be a great video. Bullfrog <laughs> jerking off. Right there, folks. You know, I think, a, I, I think I'm gonna miss out on him in my hometown league at six. I don't think I can just take a him there. Too but high. We talked about you taking him at six, but you're yeah, thinking not right now. I don't now. think he can drop to fifteen. But if he does, I'll for He's sure take him at fifteen. Where do you like him at, Wiz? I like him. He's in my second tier of running backs. Um, bottom of my second tier. To be honest with you, how much are you paying for him in your auction? I pay thirty. Feels like a lot. Mm. Feels like a back in the I'd first round. Are you signed up on an auction this year again? Is that a yearly well, thing I, you do? I do auctions. I've been probably that's for the last five life. years. Oh, that's your hometown? Is yeah, I have two of them. Oh, nice. I, I, to be honest with you, I have not done a snake draft in God knows how long. We're about oh, to. I know, I'm going to figure this out we'll as do, we go. We'll do a what mock about, auction. I can't wait to do the mock auction with you we two. Would. What about the neighborhood? Isn't that a snake? Or you don't a snake. Or you didn't do it? That's a snake. I was, I was busy doing my other auction. Gotcha. I drafted for him. I was doing a league that actually matters. Yeah. That hurts. Yeah. Look, guys, Sammy Watkins. What is this? Who wrote this? <laughs> Sammy Watkins. The Bullfrog added this one into Jesus the- Christ. I started reading it. I could not remember for the life of me doing any typing about Sammy Watkins. Tell me what you wrote and why the fuck you put it in my news section. <laughs> you know, big news out in the world. Uh, Sammy Watkins cut his dreads for the first oh time in about 15 God. years. You know, new man, new, new season. He's he's on a breakout season. He's jumping up on my draft board, baby. Look, Sammy what is with Watkins. you jerking off sitting next? You're sitting close to, yeah, two you're sitting close close to each other and you're jerking off a lot. Um, if anyway. he's making changes like this, I'm not sure I want him. He scored eight touchdowns last year. He doesn't need to change anything. He's a he's a fine wide receiver, two three. He's looking to pick up a little speed, get rid of the dreads. There's that Labatt. Labatt blue, anyone? Hey guys, that Labatt blue. Where'd that come from? Canada, baby. Legitimately Canada. Oh. This bitch was in Canada last week. Quality beer. Now he's drinking l- l- Canadian Canadian beer. Real Canadian beer. From, you know, you're a man's man. From Canadian. Do you two prefer to say what you guys are drinking? Bullfrog, please oh, go yeah. first. Oh, you want me to share my Henry's hard soda? <laughs> yeah, it's purple, folks. Great grape. Great per- grape. I'm currently drinking a strawberry lemonade beer. It's delicious. Just finished a strawberry shortcake beer. Also amazing. All of you fantasy football players, yep. These are the two that you have to listen to. <laughs> Tell you about your stats. Good taste in beer, good taste in ballers. Okay, guys, that's the news. We got to keep rolling so we can get to the good stuff. Now for more dumb shit I heard this week. Alright guys, Dewey's Nuts had a pretty stressful, busy week at work Oof. and you know, I was a lot of downtime. So uh, I picked up some dumb shit this week. There was a man uh, in New Hampshire who uh, walked into sure it a, wasn't Florida? a local, nah not this time, not sorry. Right. Walks into a local Planet Fitness, goes to the front desk, takes off all of his clothes, bare ass, <laughs> fucking ding dong hanging between his legs. <laughs> I love that. Walks a couple laps around, checking out the equipment, decides to head over to the yoga mat. Jesus. Just starts working out, you know. In the middle of a in the in the middle of his yoga routine, he you know, the authorities come in and kinda bust him out and uh I believe he was in an upright seated angle pose. You might not know. Which is a he, so got he put a picture of this pose in the notes for us so we knew what he was talking about and it's beautiful. <laughs> no. It's a beautiful pose. Spread eagle. Uh-huh. So make sure you check out that pose again. It's upright seated angle pose. Anyway, and then transpose over the top of whatever image you see an old wrinkly bald motherfucker sitting in the middle of a gym doing that shit. Maybe he thought he was one of your porn movies. Yeah, you know. Anyway, he just well, said no. he thought that it <laughs> would be like okay that. because it was a judgment free zone. Yeah, Planet Fitness. Yeah, exactly. He's got a point there. 
He does have a point. Mm, they got to take that. Those liberal thinkers. Yeah, take your, that slogan uh, right off the list. That's your dumb shit. Dumb shit for the week. God, that's people. Are, people are so fucking dumb. Yeah. All right. One more thing. Big Wiz and his stat of the week. We go to the other side of the couch for the stat of the week. You ready? All right, folks. Running backs, right? We're talking about running backs? Yep. Sure. You two, you two are explicitly going to be drafting about running backs. It's That's correct. Different, right? You're going no running backs. You're going only running backs. I can't see who you're pointing to, but we'll talk about it Dewey's later. Nuts is going only running backs. Bullfrog is going no running backs. The reason we're bringing this up, folks, is because we're talking about the age of running backs and the value of those running backs. I want you two to tell me what three 30-year-old running backs scored more than 300 points in a season. I would guess Frank Gore. Okay, so so this is. I mean, you guys have been playing for twenty years, about ish. Yeah, since two thousand ish. Yeah, pretty close. So three of them happened since then. Okay. One is a Hall of Famer. The other two are not. Well, my guess, my first guess was Frank, Frank Gore. Frank Gore's not it. Oh man, he's the ageless wonder. Chris Holmes. No, one is a reti- one played in the NFC East. Are any of them still playing? Tiki Barber? Tiki Barber is one of oh, them. Oh, that's a good one. 2006. Well, that's when he turned right around. And his when he started carrying it yep, high yep, and tight. Yep. One play for Chucky. Oh, who the fuck was the running back in Tampa Bay in 2003? In Oakland, buddy. Brian Westbrook? No. In Oakland? I believe. You Charlie just... Garner is the other Ooh, one. Oh, yeah, it was Charlie Garner. You said, yeah. you said Chucky's Super Bowl run. Yeah. I guess he didn't go. Oh, no, that was with Tampa Bay. Yeah. yeah okay. It wasn't with Oakland. Okay, and the other one is the Hall of Famer. Plays for the Jets. Never took big hits. Curtis, Curtis Martin. Martin. Curtis yeah. Martin was my dog. The reason I bring this up, folks, is because we always talk about it. We talk about the age of running backs. Who's and they our fall old running backs? Off the cliff, right? They fall off the cliff, right? Twenty-four-year-olds actually produce the most points per season. Sweet. Okay. Followed by twenty-five, and it just goes downhill after that, right? Like you talk about going downhill. They hit a brick wall. Like you, you are it's downhill. You don't have. You don't get laid any longer, dude. You're shriveling, you're gonna shriveling. I will tell you how long the last fuck sesh lasted with the wife. It was impressive. I'm bringing this up, folks, because there are the young running backs like Gabe of Elliott, Gurley, that are 23 years old and are gonna produce points. You mean Kareem Hunt? Kareem Hunt. Thank you. Fournette. McCaffrey, right? Gordon. Gordon. Do not buy into those running backs that are going over that age that are kind of falling off. The ones that come to my mind are Mark Ingram, 28, Lamar Miller, 27. LaShawn McCoy, He's old ass. 30 years old, yeah. folks, not going to produce. I don't wonder if any of that has to do with wear and tear, though, as well. Sure. Some of those guys on your list don't have as much wear and tear. Curtis Freeman had a lot. Curtis Martin had a lot of wear and tear. ton of wear and tear. Yeah, he did. Hall of Famer. Charlie Garner, not not as much. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, folks, he's got wear and tear. Yeah. yeah so he avoid him. has a lot of wear and tear. I love him. Just tell me the stats, right? Took stats, a, stats tell you go with the young ones. Took him in a best ball. You're right, but there are exceptions to these rules, like LaShawn McCoy last year. <laughs> Finished top five. Didn't go six? No, I don't think he was that high. Yeah, he was. No, he said, we, we talked about that before. It was seven, I think. Okay. Uh, so he's top ten. But the statistics say that the probability of it happening is not Probability, and all high. we can do in fantasy football is play the probability. Correct. You right. want to I mean, pick the guys that give you the best. You can't predict the future, but you can predict probability. It still comes down to touches, like you always talk about. You know, If you're a 30-year-old man and you're going to get... 300 touches, I think you're still going to create some points. So that's the know? balance to me. Like, LaShawn McCoy, I'll take. Yes, he's old, but we know that he's going to touch the ball 
25 to 35 times a game. If he plays, he's not arrested or in jail. Correct. Maybe he he touched oh, the ball he didn't do anything wrong. Jesus Christ. We talked about that. Too. I'm well aware you talked about it. That's why we Even discussed. if he did, he's playing all season this year. He's ain't playing all season. This year Ray sure. Rice thought the same thing, buddy. Ooh, he well, that was him. video evidence. That's a little different. I mean, that was... That was uh, Joe Mixon had something to say about Wait that. Wait till the, uh, the thug comes forward and says he paid, got money for it. Yeah. Let's move on to the next thing because... Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to well. We have some listener mail here, folks. Uh, it's going to be a good one. Let's, I haven't put the entirety of the questions in here yet. I wanted to surprise the other two on the couch with the rest of these questions. So first off, this email comes to us from somebody calling himself Charles DeMar. If you are more than 34 years old, you get the reference. If not, tough shit. It's pure snowman. You know what the stuff goes for in the black market? Never mind, you don't get it either. Uh, here's the message first before the question. Mr. Charles DeMar says he's a big, big fan of the podcast. Longtime listener. This is he's a first-time questioner. His question is for the whole crew. And it is the intention of the question is for the fans to get to know the dynamics of the three of us a little bit better. So it's not necessarily a fantasy football question. He just wants to get to know us a little bit better as people. Okay? I'm game. Let's go. All right. So this is a fuck, Mary kill question for each of us. You know how fuck, Mary kill works, right? I give you three people. You tell me which one of those three you'd fuck, which one of those three you'd marry, and which one of those three you'd kill. With a brief explanation. Can I just pull a bullfrog and say neither and that's what counts? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, you're the winner! No, you cannot. Um, All right, we're going to start to my left. That's bullfrog. Here's your fuck, Mary kill scenario. And this question, I will say, this guy legitimately listened to the show because he gave each of us a separate set of names. (laughs) And they're all relevant to stuff that, uh, that we've talked about in the past. Okay. Bullfrog, you're first. Here are your three. Right. Which one of these three will you fuck? Which one will you marry? Which one will you kill? Can I get my notebook out? Your, op- <laughs> your options are Dweez Nuts, The Big Wiz, and DT Money, your president. Oh, Ooh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. Last, last last weekend, think about this. Hey, look, I get fucked every weekend. <laughs> oh, God. I could get in trouble for something saying on the fucking podcast. <laughs> nah. Go ahead. Yeah, you could. The NSA is not listening. Well, <laughs> all right. I'm ready. I'm going to go with small hands, Mr. DT Money to fuck. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Hoping that leads to something else that might be small. Uh, I didn't say you had to take it from him. Why do you want your mind go there? Well, what else is there involved in fucking? Well, you could give it. Well, you could be the pitcher well, this time. You better right? catch your own pitcher if you're going to. Oh, you got to share. Why okay. could just give a retro? Which one of the two of us do you marry, and which one do you kill? Also, due to the uh, the longevity of the fucking, I'm going to marry. Dewey's nuts, because it, <laughs> it hopes that that would also create the least amount of pain. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So you're killing so the big whiz. I'm going to kill the big whiz Ooh. and his big whiz, so I don't have to deal with that in any regard. Does that hurt your feelings? Thank like, you, Charles like, DeMar. Like, for that. <laughs> Charles DeMar. All right, let's move over to the right side of the couch and big whiz. Here are your three. So you have to study yours, though. It's, I don't know if it's fair. It is correct. 
Here are your three. I'm the host. Okay, it's my show, goddammit. Uh, Alright, so you've got Bullfrog. Damn, the same question. Dewey's Nuts. And your dog, Yukon. You're Charles Damar. I am not Charles Damar. Um, or your wife is. Not at all. Well, I would definitely kill Dewey's Nuts. Thank you. I didn't kill you. He's I wouldn't probably... So that means you're I'd probably fuck Bullfrog and marry the dog. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah, wow, the dog is your favorite. Your dog is your, favorite, your, is your favorite thing in the entire world. All right, so my fuck Mary kill was the two of you dickwads and uh, my father-in-law. <laughs> Oops. Um, I was told very explicitly by the wife not to answer this question, but I'm going to do it anyway. I would absolutely, beyond the shadow of a doubt, fuck my father-in-law. Hmm. I'd have to. <laughs> He's a very gentle man. Wow. Okay, I've heard generous things about him in the bedroom. Uh, between the two of you, I have to marry one of you and kill the other one. Uh, I know what a teacher's salary is. So I'm going <laughs> to so marry the big whiz and live off of his oh, big fat wad. Wow, I like it. I like it. And I'm, I'm, like I'm sorry, it. Bullfrog, but... Uh, you're going six feet under, my friend. I'm good with that. I would have done the same thing in that aspect. All right, guys. Take the money, baby. I mean, I probably should have married my father-in-law if that was the case. He's yeah. very wealthy. And he's probably older than you. He's going to die earlier. About the money aspect. Yeah, but you should have thought about that. I'd fuck him. I was more worried about the fucking part, you know. He's a good answer, man. So. All right, guys. One last bit here before we get in to our mock draft. I got to do a little plug here. Buddy of mine on Twitter. Uh, his name is Blake. He runs the FSGN. He recently started a charity fantasy football tournament. It's for the Fisher House Foundation. Anybody know what that is? No. The Fisher House Foundation is a little bit like the Ronald McDonald House, except for its vets, for vet- veterans and active military. So when vets or active military people are in long-term hospital care, they provide housing for the families and feed the families. It's a really nice organization that does a really nice thing. Uh, so my buddy Blake started a little fantasy football uh, best ball tournament. It's $20 to buy into this thing. All the proceeds go to the Fisher House Foundation. Anybody that wants in this thing can play. It's as easy as reaching out to the guy at Blake Sullivan on Twitter or at the FSGN on Twitter, and you can get in this, play against some experts. There's a lot of big fantasy football names in this thing, including Dewey's Nuts. I think it's a great organization, and I'm glad you're doing a plug for it. I think you should probably post it on your Twitter account so you can find it. Yes, I have, and I will. I'll post it on there, no problem. But I want to do this. So I, I started my draft already. Everybody that joins this is put into different divisions, so I'm in my eight-team division, and I started my draft. I want to run down who I've selected so far in this, and I want your guys' quick take on this best ball draft, okay? So, like I said, eight people in my group. I was the eighth pick, so I had the turn, and here's how it went so far. I started off strong with Melvin Gordon and Odell Beckham Jr. in rounds one and two. Then we went Joe Mixon and Shady in rounds three and four. Bad pick on four. I like your first two picks, by the way. That was my fourth round pick in a best ball. You know Shady McCoy's going to have a couple of big games. Anyway, I finished in rounds five and six with Brandon Cooks and Russell Wilson. So real quick, guys, how am I doing? Am I going to win this fucking thing or what? Well, it's tough to sit there and say without looking at your else's team, but I would still say your team sounds good. Yeah, good, I right? think it's decent so far. How many? Eight. Do you have, do you have eight? any Ooh. concern with Russell Wilson? Yeah. He won't be the only quarterback I take, but I know he's going to have some big-ass weeks. And that's what we just talked about before the show. In best ball, you don't need to have a guy that's going to be solid every week. You don't need to start. 
You just need somebody who's going to have some huge weeks. And if you can get somebody with more huge weeks than down weeks, that's how you win best ball. I would tell you I'm a little bit concerned for a dynasty league because I'm we don't have another another quarterback on that team. Uh, we have A.J. McCarron. Exactly. I, that's why I'm pretty concerned. I thought you had Rosen. And yes. Josh Rosen. All right, guys. Let's move on. Uh, just one last time before you do this. Get on Twitter. You can look at my my Twitter page at, or otherwise at Blake Sullivan or at the FSGN to find more information about how you can get into this tournament, play against the big names in fantasy football, and help out the Fisher House Foundation while playing some best ball, which we all love. All right. Nice job, Louise Nuts. I do what I can. Mock draft time, motherfuckers. Because fake football isn't fake enough. Now the boys will do a fake draft. Let's get it on. This is going to be great. Uh, Here's what we're going to do here. (laughs) Like I said, we're going to each three of us have our own team and a 12-team PPR draft. Each of us is going to take a slightly different draft strategy just to kind of see how this works out. And we are going to stick religiously to the strategy. Now, I will be drafting what's called a running back heavy strategy. That simply means I'm going to take the first four or five rounds and pick only running backs. I'm going to load up with the the best running backs I can in what is arguably the most important position in fantasy football when you're drafting. Bullfrog to my left is going to take the exact opposite route. Zero running back strategy. That is, is, like I said, exact opposite. First five rounds or so, no running backs. And he's going to try to find the value late so that he can load up on wide receiver, quarterback, tight end, wherever else he wants to go. And Big Wiz is splitting the difference, sticking to his own guns here, and simply picking the best player available regardless of position. So if he's already got four running backs and the best player available is a running back, that's what he's taking. Questions, boys, before we get into what's, this? Uh, what's What kind of roster are we looking at? One QB, two RBs? One QB, two running backs, two wide receivers, flex, right, tight end. You don't have to worry about picking a defense. You don't have to worry about picking uh, a kicker. We are going to randomly select our draft order right now. I got nine. That's not at all. That's not at all. It's going to be real weird if our zero running back strategy guy gets the first pick overall. But we're going to do that first. Bullfrog, you are going to be picking at the two spot. Fuck. The two spot. I'm fucked at that's the zero fucked. RB in that spot. All right, claim that spot. I am going to be picking in the nine hole. That's probably a better spot. That's a better spot for you. Oh, yeah, I took your spot there, buddy. That's a loud piss. The big whiz. <laughs> you think the closer it is to the water, the quieter it gets. I wouldn't know. Big whiz, you, sir, are going to be drafting out of the 12 hole. You got the turn, sir. I like that. He does, uh, he does the Q-tip test for fun, his hole so big. <laughs> <laughs> I read a book one time, and in this book, the characters would take candle wax that they broke off the side of a candle, stick it up in their pee hole, and then jerk off. Apparently, it's a really nice sensation to have something in your urethra oh, while you're coming. <clears throat> I, suggest that, that. I suggest you try it and let us know how it goes. Well, in Next. the book, what happened was the guy was stroking it so hard that the wax heated up, melted, and went down into Ooh. his wherever that goes, and he lost his balls or something. It was ugly. So you won't do it for next week? How about I'm that? not going to do you it. You have a full fucking day tomorrow to do it. Uh, maybe a knitting needle. Q-tip. My pee hole's not that thick. You got the PS pump. All right, guys. Are you ready for our draft? We're going to be using the SleeperBot app. 
to do this mock draft. It's the perfect sort of app for this. You can invite other people into your mock drafts. You can pause the mock drafts. You can throw this whole draft board up on a big screen TV, which Ooh. we're going to be doing in our neighborhood league later on, and use that as your draft board rather than the stickers. Could be kind of fun. Let's dive into this thing. We're going to get it started. Remember, Bullfrog's a zero RB strategy. I'm all RBs, and Big Wiz just going to take whoever the fuck he can get it and turn. Let's get it popping. First off the board is Ezekiel wow. Elliott. Wow. Damn, I thought it was going to be the turn. Wow. The, all right, Bullfrog, yeah. you're on the clock. And all right. which non-running back are you taking at the two hole, Zero RB. Well, that sucks you know, for you, buddy. basically <laughs> two choices here. AB, or you think Hopkins has a repeat plus no. next year. It's your call. I do you're the believe one in my much. rankings, I had Hopkins as the number you one did. receiver. So that's what I'm going to do. Bad idea. DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins goes to Then Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, just like we thought they should. Antonio Brown goes, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, lots of running backs off the board. I'm up next oh, in the ninth spot. Oh, who you got to take. And I'm going. Kareem Hunt. I'm going. You got to take your boy, Gordon. Running backs only. So as I look at this list here, yeah, there are, there are two guys at the top of the list, Melvin Gordon and Kareem Hunt. One of those two guys is going to be my boy. You know I love Kareem Hunt, but the more and more we think about the season moving forward, I just think the Chargers are going to be one of the best offenses in the league. And how many times do we have to say it? Good running backs on good offenses are the way to go. I'm taking Melvin Gordon in my all running back draft. You are all in on Melvin Gordon this season. I can't oh, help it. O- ODB goes next. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Cook. All right. So we're going to stop at this first round. I'm going to take Fournette. Because that's your fucking dick, dick wad. See, um, look at Kareem Hunt dropping down to the second round. Who are you picking in the second round first pick? You start like this. with Fournette. Who are you second looking at here? Pick. We got Hunt. Are you going to go Jones, RB, RB, or are you going to try to snag a top-tier receiver? That's I am not going to go Hunt here. here because I agree with Bullfrog. <laughs> I'm kind of terrified of that team. I'm not scared of Andy Reid, but I'm scared of that team. And Mahomes, I don't trust. Julio, I agree with you. In your, I think your very first podcast, you say he's overrated. I agree. Oh, thank you, sir. Michael Thomas is interesting here. The question is not who's interesting. Who is the best player on that board? That's your draft strategy, sir. Yeah, I know. I would state upside will be Devontae Adams. I'm going to take Devontae Adams Ooh, because like he is pick. the number one running back and probably running the best back? quarterback. Running back? Receiver. Receiver. There you go. Devontae Adams goes. Michael Thomas is immediately taken after that. Then Kareem Hunt before he came to me. Which is disappointing because the Melvin Gordon Kareem Hunt pick at the nine spot would have been fucking beautiful in a running back heavy draft class. I didn't get the opportunity, which I'm sad about. Instead, here are my options at the top of the running back class. Devontae Freeman, Christian McCaffrey, Jarek McKinnon. I see Jordan Howard, Joe Mixon, LaShawn McCoy. A lot of guys on this list. To me, anybody below LaShawn McCoy is an absolute tear break. I put most of these other guys pretty much in the same Tier Jordan Howard. I'm a little now. Nah, I'm a little shy on Jordan Howard. The rest of them probably the same tier. So what I'm thinking about right now is the same question I had in the beginning. Which one of these offenses do I trust the most? Which one of these offenses do I think is going to score the most points? Uh, and to me, that comes down to either Atlanta or Carolina. Weapons on both of those teams. Uh, I think between the two, just because. He's a beautiful man. I'm going to take Christian McCaffrey and those gorgeous blue eyes. Were you really thinking about those two? I I was a little bit. McCaffrey was always going to be my choice, obviously. But I think Devontae Mm. Freeman would be a fine pick at that spot, too. You don't think he's going to to continue to regress? 
Well, I see I'm no, up I again here. I think the whole here. offense is going to improve. Yeah, we got after, after my McCaffrey pick goes A.J. Green, Julio Jones, Devontae Freeman. That's the other one I wanted. Keenan Allen, which I love. Rob Gronkowski, which, you know, if you're going zero running back, Rob Gronkowski is somebody you kind of want to snag. <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed and he then Mike, And then Mike Evans. So here you are. I mean, look at that run right there. From when you took McCaffrey, it went four receivers and a and tight a t- end. Which are all the fucking guys back. you needed. It really sucked out the fucking quality players for me to take in the second round pick. You could have taken Mike Evans. I would not have taken Mike Evans, but I definitely <laughs> wanted Rob Gronkowski to fall to that either second or third round pick yeah. right there. I that's, mean, I think that's after a, that's a key a component to the zero running backs. After those Rob wide receivers, I think they really dropped down. Ugh, fuck. Are you going? Are you going to go for the Aaron Rodgers pick here and surprise no, us all? Not yet, but maybe at the turn. I'm taking Doug Baldwin with this pick. Consistently top scoring receiver over the last three seasons, and I believe he's going to continue to do that because of one season, though. We talked a lot about Doug Baldwin being a guy that that can play. All right, so Doug Baldwin goes at the two eleven. Resume draft immediately after that is Jordan Howard, Lashawn McCoy. So no running, only running back. So you still got the pick of the litter here. Who do you want to take, Kelsey? No. Kelsey is the uh, the consensus a, yeah, number two. Not good enough, that's, though. That's huh? not my guy. I've got two starting receivers. I don't need a third. He could be flex. I'm actually going to jump down to who I think will score more than Travis Kelsey, just like I did with my DeAndre Hopkins pick. I'm going to go down and take uh, Zach Ertz right now off the board. Ooh, Interesting. Ertz. He was down the list on the ADP a little bit, but you're saying go for the guys you like, forget the ADP. Right after you goes T.Y. Hilton, Darius Geis, Jarek McKinnon, Joe Mixon. Geis. So that wow. that gets rid of the rest of that tier of running back that it's I really liked, soon. which was disappointing for me. Geis went way too early there, Real guys. Real early. Travis Kelsey goes then. Larry Fitzgerald goes then. Uh, can I be honest? I was hoping Larry Fitzgerald would fall to the fifth round. Now so you got to. This, this is where you just have to start grabbing the guys you really believe in. That that's you really who's, like. the, who's the top running back there? Can you? I, so if we're looking that's at ADP, boy. if we're looking at ADP, I see Derek Henry, Alex Collins, Ooh. Jay Ajayi. Oh. Look, guys, oh, all these fucking guys. Uh, I thought it was Alex Collins. Significantly lower tiered guys than the ones I've already got on my team. Which means I'm picking for a flex position here. I want to pick somebody who I think uh, has has the most upside, could potentially get some shit done. I know Derrick Henry's not that guy because even if he does, by some miracle of faith, get the starting role in this job, Deion Lewis is going to take a lot of work from him. If I'm looking at this list, fuck, I hate to do it. We talked about him a little bit today already. But it looks a little bit like Lamar Miller's not going to have any competition for a while. <laughs> uh, third round? Come on, There's, boy, I, don't, I don't do it. So I don't love Derrick Henry. We know that. Alex Collins Alex scares Collins me a little bit. Boy. You know how I feel about Ajayi. We just talked about Penny, Kenyon Drake. I don't like Sony Michelle. I'm picking Lamar Miller. It might be a yeah. shock to most people, but... Let just fucked you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, maybe. Just like a Adam Thielen goes next. Tyreek Hill after that, and Wiz is back on the clock. Who's the best player on the board, Wiz? Yeah, the, Ooh, I think I know. Who I don't really playing. like any of these picks, to be honest with you. Right at at this turn, uh, Stefan Diggs is here. Aaron Rodgers, Derrick Henry, Alex Collins, Amari Cooper, 
Demarius Thomas, I definitely do not like here. Jay Ajayi, I think, is a terrible pick here. Same with Rashad Penny. We love Jay Ajayi. Not at the fourth round. But we're in the third, so. In the third, start of fourth, same thing. Derrick Henry's an interesting pick here. I will probably go with the combination pick. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. Best player I, I, on the board. I, I, yep, best I player. It's good. You know, I, now I got the tandem of them if he doesn't get fucking hurt again. Because you got Devontae Adams yep. and you got Aaron Rodgers, so you're playing that stack. I am. Yep. That's a solid touchdown stack. Now, <laughs> now it's going to get fun. Who's the best guy? You can't think Derrick Henry's the best player on the board right now. I think he's pretty fucking close. Jesus. The running backs are. How about your boy Amari Cooper? The running backs right here are Derrick Henry, Alex Collins, Jay Ajayi, Rashad Penny, Kenyon Drake, Sonny Michelle's interesting. I'm going to draft one of those fuckers. Ingram, Royce Freeman. I don't like any of them except for Sony and Derrick. And the wide receiver, Stefan Diggs, could be interesting. Fuck yeah. I like, I like Diggs a lot. Yeah. And then Amari Cooper. I do not like DT Thomas. And Juju's running around. I like that. We're going to go with Stephon Diggs because I think he's got a lot of upside. Lot of upside. Good choice. Juju Smith-Schuster goes right after that. Another big upside guy. Derrick Henry, thank God he's off the board. I don't have to even think about taking him. So I have the same question I had Juju, a minute ago. As I'm still going running back. Who do I want here? In my third pick, I picked the guy who I think is going to be safe to have volume at least for a while in the, in the beginning of the season. I'm going to go the flip route here, and I'm going to, with this pick, take the guy who could potentially go off. There's probably some risk there, but I think he's a guy that could score a shitload of points. I'm going to take Sony Michelle, the guy that I've loved in best ball right now because of the potential of blow-up games, and give me that option after taking somebody safer like Lamar Miller. I think it's a very good pick for the, the reason you just mentioned. Thank you, sir. Now, I guess I'm a little confused about the RB-heavy draft strategy. Yeah. If you can only possibly start three running backs, why wouldn't you pick at round four a different position? Options, baby. Options. Yeah, I don't know about that Not strategy. sure about that one. As, at, the most, at the most important fantasy football position on your roster, you want the best possible players to choose from. Okay, fuck The you. idea with the running back heavy is that there's so many receivers to pick later and once you get past a certain round, all the running backs are worthless. So get as many of the worthwhile running backs as you can. Who I'm, you want? I'm going with one of my highest ranked quarterbacks this year. Um, I might as well go with that quarterback wide receiver connection like the Big Wiz did. Ooh, you stacking. <laughs> and uh, taking the main man, Deshaun Watson, who wow. is a football fucking junkie. Now, I didn't know who you were going to go there. You could have gone Watson. You could have gone Russell Wilson. Both of them would have good, good stacks yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, I like Watson as a little bit more of a high scoring guy if he can stay healthy this year. Uh, uh, again, I believe in their offense. They, you know, other than the Jaguars, their division is going to be pretty high scoring. I think when they play against the Titans and the Colts and company. Yeah. Allen Robinson goes next. Demarius Thomas, and you're on the clock again. All right, so round five, I could take a flex wide receiver here. Give me big money, Brandon Cooks, who's uh, second in the league over the last three seasons and fifty plus yard touchdowns behind OBJ. Aptly nicknamed with that big contract. They've got to use him. Alshon Jeffrey goes after that. We talked about him. Royce Freeman, Mark Ingram, Chris Hogan, Deion Lewis. I wanted Deion Lewis. Come on. Jimmy Graham, and I'm taking my last running back in this running back heavy draft class. I'm looking at a handful of guys that you don't really want to own. Ronald Jones, I don't love him anymore. I hope he went to a better team than he did. Tariq Cohen has some of that same upside as Sony Michelle, I think. Uh, same kind of upside, potential for some big games. I like him in some best ball right now. on Johnson may end up with the starting role. Marlon Mack in Indianapolis does technically have the starting role there, so I do I want to do that. Do I want to do Chris Thompson in a half-point PPR? Uh, guys, I'm going to take a guy 
who's a starting running back on his team. We'll see how long it lasts. I believe in the talent of Marlon Mack for my <laughs> fifth running back. Marvin Jones, Jarvis Landry's next. Wiz is on the clock for his next turn. Who's the best player you've got? I don't like any of these pit players that are available. Ronald Jones is at there. Greg Olson, I don't not like. Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Corey Davis. Corey Davis, is, that seems really high. For a guy that caught five passes. Yeah. Right? Tore it up today in the uh, training camp, Cohen, baby. Evan, scoring all over Ingram, the place. Sammy Watkins just cut his dreadlocks. Is Deion Kane. Edelman suspended. Tim and Coleman, Carson Wentz, on Johnson, Will Fuller. This is kind of ugly. There's somebody's the best player on that board for you, Wiss. You only got one RB. You're damn near zero RB strategy right here, buddy. You're going to have to get one. Yeah. Rexy. Sexy Rex. All right. Oh, I did not mean to take him. Oh. You just drafted Rex Burkhead. I did not mean to take that one. Not early, but I do like Rex Burkhead. I would not take Rex Burkhead there. I would take him on Jan- Johnson, so I wanted to draft. I do like Rex Burkhead, but this is probably a little early for Rex That's Burkhead. way early. And then you want Will Fuller after that. High upside potential. High ceiling, baby. Again, to me, Holy Will Fuller's a basketball shit. guy only, but you took him. Are those the best player available? I don't know, Big Wiz. I think you're kind of faltering on your draft strategy. <laughs> you know what he didn't do? Bring his rankings. He brought somebody else's rankings. That's why. Ronald Jones goes next. Julian Edelman in the sixth round, missing four games. Uh, I know I like him, but I'm not sure. Okay, guys, look. Here's where my draft strategy and the Bullfrog strategy gets really interesting. Because we've done our first five rounds where I picked all running backs and he picked none. And this is where if you're picking one of these draft strategies, you you really get your muster tested. you got to find value in these next handful of rounds to make up for the positions you haven't drafted yet. So we'll kind of see where we're at, how good we are at this uh, going forward. So I'm looking at... My team of five running backs, and I got to fill it up with some receivers. I'm looking at this list. I see Corey Davis, Michael Crabtree, who I love as a player, but not in his situation. Sammy Watkins with eight touchdowns last year. Pierre Garçon, if you follow up me or the Bullfrog on Twitter, you saw that conversation. Uh, Jamison Crowder's a great PPR guy. Of all the guys that I'm looking at on this list, to be honest with you, one of them seems to be a tier higher than the rest right now. And regardless of the situation, I'm taking Michael Crabtree because as the only guy in that team, he's going to get volume and we know he can catch red zone targets, which is clutch. That's a great first receiver considering it's round <laughs> six. Russell Wilson goes next. Tom Brady, Greg Olson, Corey Davis, Sammy Watkins. No, what, just uh, zero running backs in there. So you got your pick of the litter at the running back position in round six, Bullfrog. Yeah, you're looking at Tariq Cohen, Tevin Coleman, Carrion Johnson, Marshawn Lynch. Carrion, homeboy. Starting running back. Yeah, so that's what I would have taken in my instead of Rex Burkett. The yeah. starting running back on this particular list that seems the safest. To start the season, to me, is Marshawn Lynch. I just told you! So that's who I'm taking. 32-year-old running backs don't produce anything. <laughs> Tariq Cohen goes. Emmanuel Sanders goes. So i got to take another running back. I need another starter. It's going to get some carries, especially at the beginning of the year, because with a with a zero RB strategy, I feel like at the end of the draft, you can, you can pick up a lot of those young guys, rookies, that might start the season at number two or number three, but come midseason will be starters. So that's what I'm going to be looking at towards the later on in the draft. But here in these first couple RBs, I need some guys that at the beginning of the season will be getting touches. And then I think Marshawn Lynch starts the season, you know, getting the majority of the touches in that backfield. So I'm looking for another guy that's going to get the majority of the touches to start the season. 
You know what? Ooh, so to me on the list that's showing right now, that's going to be either Carlos Hyde or CJ Anderson. Mm. Mm, those are rough at your uh, RB too, buddy. You know, they paid Carlos Hyde some money. They paid Duke Johnson some money. Chubb's coming in as a rookie. Between those two, it's obvious to me who you think. C.J. Anderson is going to get that James Stewart role, or Jonathan Stewart, rather. rather. God, I've never been a big fan of C.J. Anderson or Carlos Hyde, so I'm really stressing on this shit show of a choice for running back here, ladies and gentlemen. But I guess I'm going to have to take C.J. Anderson. All right. Yeah, that's garbage, but it's the right pick between the two. You know, I forgot about fucking... I forgot to... Or Oakland picked up Doug fucking Martin, too, didn't they? He's worthless. Evan Ingram goes. Drew Brees. Kyle Rudolph. Cam Newton. This is a legit run on quarterbacks in the last two rounds, and I don't have one yet. I don't know if I should be nervous, but I don't have time to take one. on Johnson goes. Jameson Crowder goes. I still need a receiver. I don't have the luxury of taking a quarterback in the midst of this quarterback mm-hmm. run. If I'm looking at these receivers, Garcon's still here. Cooper Cup, I like him okay. He's still here. Robbie Anderson, is he going to get suspended? Is he not going to get suspended? I don't know. We shall see. Uh, Jordy Nelson's trash. Take him. Who's him? Jordy? Jordy. You like Jordy. No, he's, I'm taking. I, I'm going to take Cooper Cup here. Uh, I know that Brandon Cooks just got a big-ass contract, but I think Cooper Cup has, last year he did enough to prove to his coaching staff that he deserves uh, a whole bunch of targets. Give me 95, 105 targets to Cooper Cup as my wide receiver, too. Then goes Pierre Garçon, Carlos Hyde, and the Wiz says okay. he wants... I'm going to go a little deep here, okay? I'm going to... Uh, just a little deep, though, because that's as much as you got, right? I'm going to... Yeah, not that deep. Stick with the NFC North. Ooh, okay. Green Bay Packers, Aaron Jones because of his upside. Aaron Jones is a good pick there. A lot of upside there. That's three Green Bay Packers. That's a lot of Green Bay Packers, guys. But if you're gonna if you're gonna stack up from one NFL team, pick a team that's gonna score score points. points. Okay, so following that, I am going to take. Who we talk about with Philadelphia? Aguilar. He's going to be my next pick because of the points produced. That's a great pick. I would have loved to have Nelson Aguilar as my next receiver, actually. So so fuck you on that pick. Jamal Williams goes next. Right after Aaron Jones, which is, which is interesting. I like Ty Montgomery a lot more than Jamal Williams, but this bot doesn't. Tevin Coleman goes off the list here as a backup running back. Bullfrog's getting nervous about the options at running back. I'm looking at my third wide receiver here. Just like my third running back, what I'd like to take with my third wide receiver is a player that I know is going to be safe. His floor is going to be high. Maybe his ceiling is not that high. He's somebody who's going to get plenty of targets, maybe six to eight targets a game. And that's enough for me to stay consistent. On this list that I'm looking at right now, the guy that jumps out to me is the guy that's safe. has got to be the same conversation we had come Dynasty draft time. It's got to be Sterling Shepard. Like uh, a, a good wide receiver, a solid wide receiver on a team that I think is going to be a lot better this year. That's my wide receiver three, guys. Safe? Safe. Chris Thompson, Isaiah Crowell, Randall Cobb, Jimmy Garoppolo, Devontae Parker, and Devin Funches go off the list. Where are you going here? You got your two starting running backs, Bullfrog. Yeah, my starting lineup is set, so now I'm looking for depth. Uh, some guys that I can plug and fill. You got your entire starting lineup set. Tight end, quarterback, yeah. yeah. Gives you some freedom. I like you. I like the guy you brought up earlier in a high-scoring offense. This is going to be the third running back taken from this particular team, but I think Ty Montgomery, you know, 
He's going to be the lead lead reception running back out of the backfield. Half point PPR. He's going to get some. He's going to get some carries. He's always going to be in there in the two minute offense at the end of the half, at the end of the game. So Ty Montgomery's my pick for that eighth round. Ty Montgomery's a good, much better than the Jamal Williams pick. Robert Woods. In fact, I think Montgomery might be better than the Anderson pick or the Lynch pick. Robert Woods goes Trey Burton, a tight end that I was hoping to get late because I like him a lot this year. Where are you going as you continue your depth? So we're going a pretty short draft. I see we only got 12 rounds, so I'm just going to fuck any backup quarterbacks or tight ends and just stick with all wide receivers and running backs. I'm going to go with the uh, a guy you've been real high on, Dewey's Nuts, and just the belief that uh, Jay Ajay is a little bit uh, shittier than people think. So yep. I'm taking Corey Clement off the board. Great Ooh. pick there. I, I think said, that's way high. In these last two rounds, Bullfrog, eight and nine, I think that's where you started to find legit value at your running backs. Those are the kinds of running backs you have to take if you're going zero running back strategy because they have potential to be something on their team. Does Ty Montgomery have that much? What, what is Ty Montgomery's ceiling? Ty Montgomery's ceiling is Top 100, 12, 100 rushes. Back, 105 targets. PPR, anyway. PPR is Under five high. A lot of targets. They're going to use him as a slot receiver. Did you watch those first three, four games last year? His ceiling. Look, I will He's say that doing his, it for the last his ceiling years. is pretty damn near uh, Christian McCaffrey. Exactly. No, it is That's not. Yeah. 20 touches a game? No, 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 no. Christian McCaffrey last year. How many touches do you have? 15. No, he's not getting 15 touches a game. Hey, Montgomery, dude? It's his ceiling. It's not the most likely thing, but it's the it's the highest possible. After after Clement goes Robbie Anderson, Delaney Walker, who just got a big contract today. Congratulations to him. Kirk Cousins, Duke Johnson, who I like a lot. Jordan Reed, Alan Hearns. So I've I, I actually really like my receiving core here with Crabtree, Cup, and Shepard. I'm not that concerned with picking another one. I think I'm going to try to take a quarterback here. Just because so many have gone off the board, and I'm a little bit afraid some of these teams are going to start taking backups, and I need somebody. So I'm looking at Stafford, Matt Ryan, Andrew Luck, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, that caliber of quarterback. And like I said earlier, I think the Chargers are going to be an outrageously high-scoring offense this year, and I know he throws a lot of interceptions, but give me Philip Rivers this late in the draft, round 9 all fucking day, and I'm happy with him as my starting quarterback. Sure, I'll stream sometimes on tough matchups, but I love him. Jordy Nelson goes next. Marquise Goodwin. Ooh. And then the big whiz says... I am also going to follow up with San Francisco 49ers. I'm going to as a tight end George Kittle with 15 red zone, 15 red zone targets last I year. I love his Kittle. Who doesn't like Skittles? I'm going a lot of upside in this draft just because of the number 5th pick was actually wrong. <laughs> I will go. I like that Rex Burkhead's okay. I Ooh. think he, he, you know, there's some talk of him being the goal line back in that. Yeah, not enough upside for me. Um, the question here I'm evaluating would be a backup wide receiver such as Cam Meredith or Martavius Bryant is intriguing. I do not care for Kelvin Ridley or DJ Moore. It could be. Or do you go really reach and go Nick Chubb? There is a receiver that I'm hoping to draft that I hope you don't draft. So well, go he, Nick Chubb. It might be TJ Moore. Do you have more faith in Nelson Aguilar, Will Fuller, and Stephon Diggs? I do like a Cameron Meredith. I think he's going to have a good year. He what could. Yeah, across from across I'm going to follow that pick. There you go. Nick Chubb goes right after that, so that was the right time to start thinking him. Chris Carson, who we all forgot about, but he's going to be the starting running back in Seattle. That's who you should have taken, Bullfrog. 
ahead of any of these. Marshawn Lynch, whatever. I'm not buying it. Here's a receiver that I want because both of you have done it already, and I've been jealous. I wanted a, a quarterback wide receiver stack. And this late in the draft, picking in the 10th round, I believe in the talent of Mike Williams playing for the Chargers. I think he's going to be a touchdown machine on that team. Hunter Henry's? Hunter Henry's not not there. This guy's going to score. So is he going to pick up the TDs? Maybe. That's the question. Now I'm hoping. Man. It's going to be him or Antonio Gates. Matt so Ryan, I got Kelvin, Williams. Ridley, DJ Moore, Hines, Luck, Stafford. Now all logic should have said Dewey's Nuts took DJ Moore there, but I wanted to throw a curveball because I like I like the idea of stacks, quarterback receiver stacks on big scoring teams. Do you like them that much? Are they worth it? I've won it. I've, I, if I, you I picked, had, if you got the right team, I had Culpepper or Moss in one of those in one of their highlights, oh, and I won. Right? Of course you did. The question is, is you, you can go down in flames just as quickly. You certainly can. It's you've got to pick the right team. You've got to pick a team that's going to score a lot. All right, so look, we did have three quarterbacks go right after I said Rivers, some backups, just as I thought would happen here. Yeah, I got your pick of the, uh, the litter, Bullfrog. What do you want to do in round 10? You know, I'm sitting with four running backs, three wide receivers, tight end, quarterbacks. I've got everything I need, so I'm kind of jumping ship to the best player available at this point. That works. Wouldn't mind taking a backup quarterback, even though I said I wasn't going to take backup <laughs> quarterbacks, but, you know, Deshaun Watson coming off a knee injury, if you were doing a realistic draft, you would definitely want to have a solid backup quarterback in, in there. Insurance policy is smart. Uh, I do love a running quarterback. Uh, you already but, have one. But Yeah, exactly. So I do like Mariota, but Big Ben is good for at least three or four huge fucking games a week, a season. So I'm going to take Big Ben as a backup quarterback. How many times have I said it already today? That's an offense that's going to score points. And yeah, they might come in spurts again. Big Ben is one of my favorite best ball quarterbacks right now because of that. But hey, take him. Jared Goff goes right after that. Super overrated. Shouldn't be drafted at all in your league, but he will be. Kelvin Benjamin. Got off a wide receiver, but he's the number one on his team. And who Terrible you, Buffalo Bill. Who are you taking in round 11, Bullfrog? Yeah, round 11, you know, I really would like to take a wide receiver here, but man, there's just so many options. Just not a lot out there that I like. So I'm going to take a little bit of a questionable pick here. It's the highest guy on the board. It's a guy that's not healthy, but I'm hoping to get some time in, maybe midseason. As I talked about earlier, that uh, you know, if I can find a couple running backs late in the draft that'll be picking up time mid to late season, that's D Ante Foreman. I'm taking him. Alright, so you take Deontay Foreman here in your eleventh round. Deontay <laughs> Foreman here yeah, could end take? up being a fucking great player in the last round of our draft. I don't have a tight end yet, so I'd, I'm going to have to take a tight end. Out of the guys left available here, I think I think Austin Safarian Jenkins has the potential to be really damn good. You wouldn't go Tyler Eifert? No, no Tyler Eifert's on the pup. Safarian Jenkins is a really talented guy on a team that could score points. It's Jacksonville. I don't like hey, Jacksonville. You team up. You can team with the Baltimore receivers. I'm not going to do that. So I'm taking Austin Safari and Jenkins here. Who do you want with your last pick in the draft, Wiz? I was thinking about Adam Shaheen. That is a definite reach. I'm not going to go him. You've got your entire starting lineup. So who's the guy you want at depth? Uh, it's going to be a running back. The problem is there's just nothing there. You only got, yeah, you only got three RBs on the board. Ugh, You're going to have to take a running back. 
Giovanni Bernard, Devontae Booker. I have drafted CJ Proceis for the last four years. Every, every year he's been terrible. You know who you should consider at this point? Kalen Balaj. Yeah. He might take like a starting Kalen role Balazs. in Miami. Or at least a role where he Scored gets a lot a big, of work. Had some good good run today at training camp. Mm-hmm. How much time Jordan do you Wilkins. Have? I've heard some good things about Jordan Wilkins out of the Colts. He's got all the time. J.D. McKissick. Andy Janovich. I don't know who the fuck that is. If you can't say it, you don't draft. Janovich. Pick the last pick. You got fucking Mr. Irrelevant here. It doesn't matter. Close it your matters. Eyes. Close your eyes and point. I'll go Devontae Booker. Devon, so starting running back for the Denver Broncos. Can't last too long. All right, real quick before we end the show, we're going to run down our teams for you. Uh, I will put these out on Twitter for a poll. I want you guys to vote on who has the best team so we can briefly talk about which strategy worked the best next week. I imagine Bullfrog will do the same. You can follow me and find this stuff at Dweez Nuts, all Z's, no S's. Bullfrog, where do they find you on Twitter? YFF the Bullfrog. It's at YFF the Bullfrog. Well, if you fucking wh- on Twitter, I'm pretty sure you know that, Dweez Nuts, <laughs> you cocksucker. Big Wiz, where do they find you on Twitter? At the Big Wiz. Oh, not yet, they don't. <laughs> We're going to get them on there soon, guys. So go follow us on Twitter. Find us on Twitter so you can vote on this poll because we want to know who did better than who. I know the answer. My team's amazing. Let's run down the teams really quickly. Bullfrog, you picked at the two spot with a zero RB strategy. Give us your team. All right. We got uh, here's my starting lineup would be quarterback Deshaun Watson. Running backs, Marshawn Lynch, C.J. Anderson. Wide receivers would be DeAndre Hopkins, Doug Baldwin. And running at the flex spot would be Brandon Cooks. And starting tight end would be Zach Ertz. Give us your bench. Followed by my bench players, Ty Montgomery, Corey Clement, and Ben Roethlisberger, and Deontay Freeman. That would be Foreman. Foreman. All right. Uh, Wrong one. (laughs) Dewey's nuts here. I went... Running back, heavy strategy, nothing but running backs in the beginning. I'm starting Phillip Rivers, Melvin Gordon, Christian McCaffrey. My other running backs are Lamar Miller, Sony Michelle, Marlon Mack. At the wide receiver spot, I'm running Michael Crabtree, Cooper Cup, Sterling Shepard, and I'm, I'm rolling Austin Safarian Jenkins out there at the tight end spot. Mike Williams is my surprise bench player that's going to score more points than anybody else on my team. Wiz, who you got? Quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Running backs for Net, Burkhead, which I do not like, Aaron Jones, and Devontae <laughs> Booker. Receivers are Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, Will Fuller, Aguilar, and Cam Meredith, followed up by George Kittle as your number one tight end. The number one. So get on Twitter, find us, uh, vote on who has the best team. While you're on the internet, find us at any fucking platform you can. And don't just download the episodes, but subscribe. Write us a review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, so we can read those on the air. Thank you so much to Charles DeMar, or should I say, Mercy Buckets to Charles DeMar for writing in your question. If you've got questions, write to us either on Twitter or at your or your football fantasy at gmail.com and we will answer them regardless of how fucking stupid the questions are. I think it was that stupid. It was a great I like that question. We all kind of took a different uh I love the question. I love our listeners. Guys contribute to the show by talking to us on the internet. That's it. I'm done. We're late. I'm in a strange basement surrounded by two very sweaty men closer to me than I'd like. So fuck off. Peace I'm gonna, off, I'm gonna get, uh I'm going to get somewhere safe. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. 
do us a favor by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, like, follow, and share our Facebook page, and leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us. We'll see you back next week to make more of your fantasies come true.